Welcome to the Cinema Swamp. Okay. Let's party. In episode 30, we discuss the 2009 feature-length film Watchmen. We discuss the many different variations of the movie, how it was interpreted from the comic book, and if it's truly one of the best films that Zack Snyder's created. Join us, Swampies, and tune in for the episode. Welcome to episode 30 of the Cinema Swamp. You know, there should be something special, seeing that this is episode 30. Round number. It's almost like we've lasted 30 years. I feel like I've grown 30 years at this table. One episode a year. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's about how long the episodes go. (laughs) We're still trying to cram into an hour for some reason. (laughs) Every year we do. Don't you love it when we slam ourselves? Uh, This is Justin on the mic, and across from me, as always, is... Hunter. I'm Hunter. I'm I'll across you, from Justin. I'll let you introduce yourself this time. Uh, and to my right... Uh, I'm Zach. Why don't I ever get to sit across from Justin? Um, you always sit there? Yeah, but... You told me earlier that is the most comfy couch and you just... It sit is! Sl- well, then... You can't have it both ways, young man. Beggars can't be choosers, Zach. I want to stare into your eyes and hold your hand. I... We could switch it up. <laughs> maybe, maybe someday me and Justin will sit on the couch and you guys sit on the oh, chair. That'd be so weird. <laughs> you guys will be our superiors. You no, guys will is, lead the podcast. This is it. They, they, they complain we'll about the, the whole thing. I have never once complained about being on the couch. Look at Chloe. She's glad to be an inferior on the couch. Know your place, Zach. <laughs> Good God. S- sitting next to Zach, we have Chloe. Yeah. On the couch. Honey, there will be an uprise. You'll see. You'll all see. All both of you. Uh, <laughs> how has everyone been doing this fine weekend? You know what we did last week? Uh, instead of rec- recording, because uh, believe it or not, we are doing every other week of recording, if you couldn't tell. Why do you have to break the illusion? <laughs> I know, I am ruining it. But uh, we decided to get together and watch uh, a little film called Watchmen from it's 2009. It's not little. It's not little <laughs> at all. It's actually the longest version Boy. of the film we could watch. Yeah. Movie released 2009... Directed by Zack Snyder. Everyone knows the story uh, of that. And Justice League. It is. It's. It's. It's just Justice League. That's all it is. If you've seen Justice League, you've seen. It's oh, the same movie. Don't basically. degrade it like that. <laughs> Gross. Um, he doesn't mean it's Zack Snyder. <laughs> Zack Snyder, if you're listening, you know. I'm, I'm sure he is. Uh, but we. I've seen the theatrical cut in the past, and Hunter, I believe you've seen both a theatrical and a director's cut, if mm-hmm. I'm incorrect. And I believe Zach and Chloe had never seen the movie. I saw theatrical. I owned it on Dibida. Okay. So Chloe was the only time, mm-hmm. only one seen it for the first time. Okay. As per usual. Nice. Well, I mean, if anything's not a horror movie, then Chloe's probably... There's some horrifying parts in it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So were you impressed? Actually, did you like the movie? I liked it. I want to watch it again probably not the ultimate cut just because it's so long Mm -hmm. um but for watching it the first time i liked it going in i had absolutely no idea about what like i didn't know who was in it i didn't know what was gonna happen i didn't know what was it what it was about and at first i was a little worried i wouldn't like be able to keep up because i didn't know anything about it but 
I kept up fine, mm-hmm. I think. It's such a standalone story that yeah. you don't need to know anything going into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's completely a stand like mm-hmm. it's based because it's based off the graphic novel, it's the first page is the first scene of the movie. Yeah. Second is second and yeah, they know. they do a great job of painting the world mm-hmm. right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so, so Hunter had actually did you read the comic before or after? I watched it for the first time probably in like 2010 and didn't really remember a lot about it and then um watched it again in 2016 um and i liked it but it still wasn't like clicking for me you know i was still kind of getting into film and stuff and then when i started getting really into just comic books that was like the number one recommended comic book of all time and so i bought it and i was just enthralled with the comic um and then i had found out like oh there's like you know this is like a passion project of Zack snyder and this is like because of of how much i learned about alan moore's graphic novel that's what built the movie up for me a lot and knowing that like people have been wanting to make this movie for like since the 90s but because it's considered the greatest graphic novel of all time like other directors like wouldn't allow some directors to touch it like robert rodriguez was going to direct it for a time um uh uh david fincher was gonna um, really he was gonna direct it for a little or thinking about it at least um and eventually after 300 um and then I think he did this one right after 300. He did. Yeah. Yep. 300 um, was 2007. Yeah. And the, which that one's a comic book rendition also. That's a graphic mm. novel. And that basically a lot of the people in Hollywood were like, if anyone's going to do it, Zack Snyder, you have to be the one to do it. You're the comic book nut. And like the rumor is, is that he had Watchmen on his person when he filmed Dawn of the Dead and 300. Like he just carried the Watchmen comic around with him everywhere he went. And then when he decided like, okay, I'll make it, I'll make it right. Like, he wrote up a script but like he would like when directing scenes he would go to the comic book more often than he would go to the actual script um so yeah a a huge passion project of him and like people in the in the uh you know graphic novel comic book realm alan moore uh the original writer of watchmen um hates that there's anything outside of just a graphic novel he hates that movies or that a movie exists and that like the tv series will exist or like prequel but because dc owns it and they want to monetize it mm-hmm. um it was going to be made into a movie and so Zack snyder's like i don't want to be made into a movie either but in order to preserve the quality of whatever the movie will be i'll be the one to film it basically <laughs> to, to make sure that it's at least done right since they're doing it already mm-hmm. i think i should maybe do it <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's I'm honestly sure. what was the thinking. It sounds way more Shyamalan than it is, oh, God. but he did such a good job with it. I'm so Could you okay imagine if Shyamalan oh, made this I, I wouldn't watch it. I do want to go back to the time where uh, Zack Snyder was considered such a visionary director, where he made these big budget movies that could just make the money back, and for a time it was just Dawn of the Dead and mm-hmm. 300 both ideas which I mean if you kind of look at what 300 looks like and if you know the fact that Dawn of the Dead is a remake Mm -hmm. of the original film that people really hated from the beginning the idea of it 
and both were successes, it's like, wow, this guy can really touch anything and turn it to gold. Mm-hmm. Let's give him this impossible task of making this movie. Mm-hmm. And I remember the only thing I knew about it was the trailer, which I couldn't really figure out where it was placed as far as the DC films yeah. go, mm-hmm. because my experience with DC was Batman and Superman at that point. I didn't really know how these guys fit in or if they even interacted with their universes, which later I found out, oh, this isn't really part of the DC universe. It's just owned by them. DC adjacent. Yeah. Yeah, Superman and Batman are referenced in the comic, but they're as comic book characters. So. Mm-hmm. And I, I, the more I learned about the Watchmen, the more interested I got. You know, sadly, I've still never read the graphic novel. It's one of those things I really do mean to do. The movie's trailer looked fantastic. It's still, honestly, one of my favorite trailers ever mm-hmm. for just looking like an amazing movie. And it's a, it's weird that the movie still wasn't that huge of a success. Because mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything that the movie did wrong. It had good marketing, I thought. It had a good movie, at least. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't amazing. But it was just, at that time especially, a movie that I I don't really understand why people didn't see it. Warner Brothers was really going out there by giving directors these big projects, giving them lots of money, and making some of the most visually uh, great movies ever during this time period. You know, just a year before, they did Speed Racer, another movie that bombed, that people weren't really turned on to. But if you watch that movie, there's nothing visually like it. Watchmen is the exact same way, because they just let Zack Snyder do that. Warner Brothers is very famous for letting their directors just use a movie. Mm-hmm. So it, that does still puzzle me to this day about why Watchmen just wasn't successful. Mm-hmm. It made enough money, but it wasn't... It didn't make it really back. And... Even then, the movie hasn't gone on to get this huge cult following. You never really hear Watchmen brought up when they talk about the great superhero movies. You have the DC fans, obviously. Mm-hmm. We got people like Hunter who who love the movie and will uh, will always bring it up. But it's it's not in the same realm as like you know the the Spider Man movies or the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, it's not a household name. Yeah, and by any means. And I and honestly, like, I, and it's not like I love the movie, but I don't understand why this movie isn't talked about more mm-hmm. because this really was one of those once in a lifetime movies like i don't think the movie could have been made the same way it was then and be made today i don't think that movie could have been made in the 90s the way it was then it Mm -hmm. came out at the perfect time right before cinematic universes became a thing and right after superhero movies got a little better Mm -hmm. and and i still think if it was released today the exact same way i feel like it still would have bombed i yeah i I think it would bomb more yeah, and it, and which is weird because well, no, it probably would. I think it would do better now because we've had so many more comic book adaptations come out since then. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, after Scott Pilgrim, and you've had like stuff adapted like Civil War and um, uh, Days of Future Past and stuff. That like, I think because more people have gotten into comic books because of the the comic book movie fad that this would do better Mm -hmm. because by 2009 you didn't have any big comic books that were being turned into movies you just had a couple characters like batman and spider-man you know 
Um, but like, so like the comic book renaissance just wasn't on fire again. I think the movie is just too slow to sell for, for people. I think people thought it was way too slow and it doesn't have, like, I love it, but I, sometimes I forget that there's only like three fight scenes in the whole movie and they're <laughs> short as heck. And, and it, while you're watching, like, this is a long fight scene. It's because like he has to stretch it out for people to stay invested. People I guess. who want to see fight a fight scene, you know, they gotta. That's why they're there. But really, like everything up until the you know the end of the movie, there's no big war. There's no like every hero on screen at one time. That never happens, you know. Mm. So it's 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 so much more embedded in the noir murder mystery part of the movie than it is the superhero part that it's hard to you know even though they marketed it as a superhero movie you know families aren't going to go see this it's that and the time that it came out at it's it didn't have like a big dc sticker or a big marvel sticker on it like it is owned by dc but i don't remember it having like the dc logo like mm-hmm. stamped across it yeah, the very beginning, right before... Well, it was because it had the yellow and black title card. Mm. Before that, it had DC and Warner Brothers, like, right after each other. When they promoted the movie, they were throwing that DC logo in there. But mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> the problem was that it's not a DC property that can be immediately thought of. Well, it's well, like... It's owned by DC, but it's not in the same universe. Like, if Batman was in Watchmen, I'm sure it would bring a lot more people in. But, well, but there was no one that any like a common goer would even know. Right now, they just finished up a comic line called Doomsday Clock, yeah, and it's yeah. the crossover. Yeah. But like back then, because they had other stuff too that was under the DC logo that wasn't, or was under the DC banner that wasn't within that yeah. universe. You yeah, know? I can't think of them right now. The Spirit, I think, is is it Dark Horse or Anvil? I can't remember what the spirit is, but... Spawn. Or, like, Sin City is Dark Horse. I know a lot of them are Vertigo, which are owned by Maybe DC. that's Vertigo. Men in Black is Vertigo. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. But the, I love it. But the um, movie itself, so... I mean, I've always... I, I The first time I saw it was a couple of years ago. The theatrical cut. And visually pleasing like unbelievable how they were able to you know just from what you've seen of the comic book mm-hmm. how they brought that to the big screen and it, it's just one of those kind of grand epic tales where it sort of has everything it does have a romance in it it does have many characters that represent different things or personalities or advancements it's got mm-hmm. your uh, apocalyptic look at the future but it's actually the past. At the time it was written, I guess it was the present. Cause yeah, they, it was written before 1985. But now it's like... I, I still think it's a little bit futuristic, but it's still the 80s. Mm-hmm. I get why they did it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's got a little bit of everything. You know, you, you always kind of like... I always like movies like that. That can be this huge end-of-the-world epic and actually make it sizable. You know, if you're going to have a big budget, actually make it big. If you're going to do something like the size of the Lord of the Rings, make it the size of the Lord of the Rings. And I think this movie mm-hmm. does that. Um, 
that's just weird that doesn't connect with audiences the same way Lord of the Rings does. Mm-hmm. Or at least people don't... Because Lord of the Rings is still praised as one of the greatest things that ever happened, mm-hmm. and Watchmen didn't get that. I don't know, <laughs> what do you both think about the movie? I I like it, and I'm not really a big person on the, like a slow burn movie like that, but... I love me my superheroes, and... Like, they have so much similarities to other superheroes. Like, you were saying, like, the comedian is basically the Joker, if he was, like, a good guy, Mm -hmm. sort of. Yeah, a version of him, yeah. And, like, drawing connections to those kind of helps me, like, get through it, and then, like, start to, I don't know, like, build a trust with these new characters, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, want to be invested in it, and, Mm -hmm. I don't know, it just makes it more enjoyable once yeah once i get that connection yeah because that's you know the characters rorschach and night owl like that's like those are like question and i think it's more if you were to just cut bruce wayne in half like you'd get the darker side of him which becomes rorschach who's like the the vigilante detective in the shadow detective but then you have night owl who's the gadget yeah. rich guy who can do things that the average person can't through mm-hmm. influence and through you know but still like I don't know it's the Night Owl was the hardest sell for me that's why I didn't want to like watch the movie again the second time because I'm like really? I gotta watch that stupid owl thing on but then like when I watched I'm like ah they did a good job of making him real but then I read the comic and I'm like they did an amazing job of making a, a movie yeah. version of this so I think taking the comic book out of it it, there's a lot of cheese um but when you look at what it came from and like yeah I'm, I'm never one to be like it has to be close to the source material i normally hate when people think that they have to stay crazy close to it yeah and with this i have like so much more respect that like he he tried like even though he didn't have to like he still was like i'm gonna try and do it and like he nailed it well, by making the outfits look realistic and well, it's know. really hard to do that to yeah like get in everything general. spot on yeah frame by frame mm-hmm. like exact and that's that's really impressive yeah i hope you guys get a chance to read it because it's so good i read it twice and i'm hopefully hoping to read it another time soon mm-hmm. i almost rented it on amazon because that one night we were gonna watch watchmen at your place mm-hmm. and then we realized that we couldn't, because you couldn't watch the ultimate, or like, oh, yeah. the DVD wouldn't 4K work. or whatever. So I was going to rent it and then read it before we watched it, but I didn't get around to it. Mm-hmm. It's still good, because you'll just want to watch it again right after, mm-hmm. and you'll be just blown away by how cool it is. Yeah. The opening monologue by Rorschach is mm-hmm. so dark and creepy, but at the same time is so good, and like, just... What is, vigilante justice is all about. He's awesome, and like you see him throughout the movie, and you don't know it's him until like way later, mm-hmm. like at the funeral. He's in, there. In the director's cut, it's it feels a little bit more. Well, I'm interested to hear what you think, Chloe. Did you think that that guy with the sign was gonna play a part, or was more symbolic, or that that was actually Rorschach? 
I didn't think anything about it until Justin said, are we supposed to know who he is yet? See, and then I just like, said that, I was like, ah. Right. Oh. Uh, I didn't mean to ruin it, but <laughs> I didn't even catch but that he said that. But I wasn't even sure because the problem is I've seen the movie only once, and mm-hmm. it was the theatrical cut. I believe the theatrical cut basically keeps that a secret until his mask is ripped off. There's only one scene with him in the theatrical cut. And when you watch the ultimate cut, he is in the movie a lot more. And I couldn't really remember which scenes are which, but I knew he was Rorschach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, mm-hmm. are people... Yeah, I was just curious. I was like, are people supposed to know who that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so after I, that, I started I, I didn't, paying attention. I, I didn't mean to like, ruin it, but, you know... I don't know if it really ruins... It wasn't knows. that much of a reveal. No. It's just kind of like, oh, that's It's an guy. interesting yeah. thing, because you're like, then you wonder, oh, that's why he was at the funeral. Mm-hmm. It makes mm-hmm. more sense now. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm i not an advocate for the ultimate cut at all, I mm-hmm. and I feel bad. I, I If you read the comic, I would recommend watching it only for that reason, because it's like, wow, you... Because not that I've read the comic, but, you know... Hunter brought it with, he had it right there, and yeah, I was like, oh, was cool. so I was like, yeah, you can go frame by frame with the book and see how everything was recreated, and that includes the side story, the other comic book within the comic book, mm-hmm. and that's not in any other version of the movie except the ultimate cut, mm-hmm. and not a fan of how they splice it in there. I love the artwork, but... I, I can understand why that was obviously not thrown into the theatrical, or if it was ever even planned. Who knows? Um, I, I I wish this movie would make changes from the original book, because the way it's paced, you can tell that they're trying to stay like too, uh, too close to the material. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once you hear the whole history of the movie, Zack Snyder's uh, personal relationship with it, and the fact that he didn't want to go against the original creator's intent, you kind of understand Mm -hmm. why it was done this way. And you're like, wow, this is an amazing moment in filmmaking, because you got to think, Warner Brothers, with many studio heads who could take their scissors to any scene and throw in anything that they want and say, no, you can't do this. They let Zack Snyder have complete creative control, Mm -hmm. and his decision was, I'm going to stay true to the book. I think it's a perfect case for why there should be uh, multiple adaptations of books because I would like to see someone else take a chance at this. Well, they are. Oh, we're and they are now, the yeah. HBO. And, and yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. now we're going to get something different. I mean, I kind of wish there would have been another live action or animated movie by one of the directors that were talked about. Darren Afronsky was talked about. Tim mm-hmm. Burton wanted to do it. David Fincher wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I didn't read his name, but I'm telling you, I bet you George Miller at one point was thinking about doing it, probably, and I would love to see him do it. Right between Happy Feet sequels or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but, like, it is an interesting moment, because you're like, wow. Well, Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> Big Pig in the City. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I would like to see other people take it, but, you know, good on Warner Brothers, honestly, for just letting him do it the way they did. Mm-hmm. Because it didn't, it didn't become a success, but, you know, they act like it was a success. They've had many editions of the movie, and there is an unbelievable amount of merchandise and Blu-ray box sets. Yeah, I I think, uh, I don't know, I, I probably won't watch the Ultimate Cut ever again. <laughs> but uh, just because it was cool seeing it for the first time, you know, and reliving that, you know. The uh, 
Tales of the Black Freighter stuff was cool seeing how it was, but the way that they spliced it in, there was some cringy moments and wasn't a fan of it. But those scenes aren't in the director's cut, how they, some of the stuff leading into the the comic. So um, that was kind of cool seeing those scenes more and more. But the director's cut is my most recommended version of watching. Which is the one I, I still haven't seen. I'd like to. It's basically exactly what we saw, just that the animated parts aren't there. Does it still have extended sex scene? Because, you know, yes. you gotta have that. It does have the extended sex scene. <laughs> Two nice. full verses of... Oh my god. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> the version of Hallelujah ever. It's so funny. Like, it's so like, funny when it's... Whoa, not. second verse? <laughs> <laughs> but then Hunter... No, this is important. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. Because it's the it's the moment he finally opens up to one another, and it's like, oh, um, that's why they opened up to each other. He rediscovers himself. Yeah, exactly. He knows that he is nothing without Towel. That is one of the most beautiful scenes ever. Not the sex scene. The scene where they like get back in costume mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they end up like flying out there again, mm-hmm. which I didn't really expect from this movie for them to just kind of do some simple crime fighting. Because mm-hmm. I don't know, you you just I don't expect that from this movie to a certain point that they're gonna go to something as upbeat as that, mm-hmm. and I'm glad it does. You know, the burning building. Yeah, or, where okay. they go and save. They just kind of do some simple saving of people. You yeah, know, classic. What classic heroes do. Yeah, it's and it super is an minimal. important part of the movie too. And I mm-hmm. I'm glad that this. That's the thing about it. Makes me more interested to read the comic because it's like, wow, they go into this really dark territory that, at the time, I bet you not many comic books were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it probably hard started to help the trend of doing it like that, and even then, and sometimes now, superhero movies don't go into that dark territory. But then to see the movie kind of take a breath like that once in a while to just mm-hmm. do something cool or be what a traditional comic book is, it's cool that I can do both. Yeah. Uh, but the changed ending, which mm-hmm. is, I don't know how I feel about that. Having not read it, mm-hmm. but knowing that they changed the ending, I question why. I really question why, because why stay true to the entire book and then change the ending? Why, well, why just that? I think the book is, the biggest reason I love the book is not, I mean, the, the, the dark elements are awesome and the characters are, are awesome. But why the book matters to me and a lot of the people I've, I've listened to on podcasts and read reviews about, like, it's the, the, the story's commentary on, like, the Cold War and people's, like, relationship to, like, basically, like, hope and violence, you know? And, like, you see it through the eyes of superheroes, and, and that's why the comedian is such an important factor to the movie, even though he's, he dies right away in the beginning, but they keep bringing him back up because it's he's the only one even though he's crazy he's like the joker he's the only one who's seen the world for its true face and like that's really what the the whole thing is about showing you all these different characters who are so different from each other but they all have their unique perspective on like what justice is if justice even exists and how it should be you know brought about and like sometimes they choose to go along with it sometimes they give up and stuff um and so I think Zack Snyder's like that has to be the first priority. The first priority is making sure that that message gets conveyed, just like the comic book did. Making sure that the characters are accurate and certain scenes. But then by the time you get to the end, the ending, like why, like they have to pit the world against something big and terrible and frightening. 
and like i i honestly i think it's weird in the comic book the whole it, it, this is a spoiler for the comic book if you want to read it stop this right now and go even, read the comic well, i know you're talking about it but yeah. i don't remember the difference so it's oh man i almost don't want to spoil it but i'm gonna have to um it's fine basically uh ozymandias he slowly throughout the book you find out tidbits of information that he's been um, paying artists and scientists and architects to go out to this island and build something, but you don't know what they're building. Um, and then you find out that they built this giant, like huge squid alien looking thing, <laughs> like just huge, massive. Um, and he just kind of like left it there. And then while him and Dr. Manhattan were trying to solve the energy crisis, really what they're doing is was solving, um, teleportation and instead of Dr. Manhattan, instead of him faking Dr. Manhattan, you know, nuking the world or certain cities, he uses that teleportation device to teleport that giant alien to New York. And that giant alien just, like, appears and basically creates a crater and, like, the tentacles go through buildings and then just, like, you know, half the population of New York dies. And the world looks at it as an alien attack and the world unites to fight what they think, or to, to unite to be, you know, well, we need to stop fighting each other. We need to fight a potential invasion of these aliens. Um, and I think Zack Snyder's like, that is such a stretch. <laughs> no one will ever... They'll watch this movie because they like Watchmen, but no one who doesn't know what Watchmen is will ever like this movie if I have <laughs> aliens. And so I think he made the wiser decision to be like... In, the better story is pitting the world against Dr. Manhattan. I think that's better storytelling, better um, writing, and, and, you know, I'm... It just makes sense. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's... He had to kind of do it. And there's tons of people pissed about it, comic book fans that were like... I I remember listening to a podcast about these guys who were in there, like, opening weekend, and they walked out and heard some guys saying, like... Alan Moore would be rolling in his grave right now if he saw this. And he's not dead. Alan Moore's not <laughs> dead. That's a thing. So, like, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Uh, and that's, like, the whole, like, trope of Batman versus Superman is, like, Superman's, like, super dangerous. Mm-hmm. And, like, he can he's, he can basically do anything. So Lex Luthor's, like, trying to pit everyone against him. Yeah, well, that's the thing is, like, Ozymandias doesn't hate dr manhattan but he knows like that's the only way to end a potential world right. war yeah and so <laughs> as ozymandias is the bad guy but he's also not the bad guy he's also mm-hmm. thanos basically yeah. you know and so you're kind of like is he right or is he wrong and then all the superheroes have to decide too there's mm-hmm. no teams anymore are we just gonna let him get away with it are we not you know and so it's it's the climax of the movie is very slow but it is has so much to say about, you know, socio-political commentary. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm glad that the, he changed it for the movie, away from an alien, and I think Dr. Manhattan is a better story in general, I think, mm-hmm. you know. The the ending still works. I, mm-hmm. I, I would just love them to actually try to do the tentacle ending, just yeah. because, and I'm sure the HBO series is going to do that, because Some in, this, way. in this day and age, it seems like we are paying... Um, more like it seems like TV shows are trying to be more like the books mm-hmm. and 
be more faithful and take more time to develop. But it's weird because I kind of wonder would a Watchmen TV series be better than the movie? Because the movie didn't really do anything wrong, pacing wise. Because yeah, it's a slow movie, but if you the book is slow, yeah, but the so. book is slow exactly. And I kind of wonder if that translates to the HBO series. Will it work out better as an episodic format? I mean, most people are binging the series anyway, so mm-hmm. they're gonna be watching it in one long stretch. It'll probably turn into a let's say it's. <clears throat> goes on for 10 episodes Mm. well then you're throwing in a i don't know you got a hundred hours there i mean 100 hours that's not what they're gonna do 10 hours what am i thinking it'll have to be like original stuff so are Mm. they gonna go like back to the first like team that they formed and they might do something with the minutemen it might be like a i don't think they would do a prequel or if they even would do a ton of seasons but i mean how many seasons is Game of Thrones? I've never seen eight, it. Eight, I want to say. I've never seen it. But I think it's eight. Eight? Yeah, I'm not quite sure. Because <clears throat> they could do like one season per chapter of the book. Because the graphic novel is only 12 issues long. It's short. Nothing before or after, technically. But stretching a whole... Well, I guess... Because... They could do one season of 12 episodes over it. But then what do you do for season two? You know? Right. Unless yeah. you're starting the story it's after just... or, you know... Starting just different storylines or mm-hmm. making a new uh story on entirely mm-hmm. but like stretching one story across multiple seasons of a show just doesn't seem i don't know i i i think they could do it as like a limited series if they just do one season but if they decide to expand upon it it's like yeah go for it mm-hmm. it's already been done <clears throat> books have done it i i'm sure there's some watchmen purists out there who hate that mm-hmm. i don't know I guess they could, like, go into, like, Doomsday, whatever, and do the crossover with DC. (laughs) (laughs) It would be interesting, because, like, if they made a Watchmen movie today, would they have it in the DC universe? Probably not, because DC's already started to do outside of their universe movies, like that Joker movie, so they're already doing their own thing. But just just say if they would have done it around the time Justice League came out. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think they would have put those characters with the Superman characters? Because Watchmen's not really a story about a bunch of characters who have had storylines going on for 50 years. It's about one story involving yeah. characters. If they did, does... they would pull, like, Rorschach. You know, they wouldn't throw in I can see out. them, like, once they get... A... <laughs> once DC gets established as, like, a good universe i guess hey did you see those aquaman numbers yeah it's a good universe now <laughs> well i'm just saying it once they are established like yeah. mcu is like i could see them Justice League. and they have like these few one-off movies like the joker or whatever mm-hmm. and they do those once in a while and then they come out with another watchman movie i wouldn't be surprised if they did a crossover movie and do the doomsday what's it called is it just called Doomsday, Doomsday Clock? Clock? Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't like it. <laughs> I wouldn't want it. You purist. <laughs> it's just because like it would it would be degrading to one or the other. You know, it's like why we wouldn't want to like Batman is noir, but like we wouldn't want to like. I don't think either universe would benefit from the crossover. It would just be because of like the f- three fans that are like, let's do it. You know, and, like. <laughs> I want to see that. And then DC will just be like, okay, because that's what they're doing with everything right now. But 
Yeah, I just, I think, because I, to me, I thought DC was pretty protective over Watchmen and not doing anything with it, mm-hmm. especially with Alan Moore <clears throat> kind of having what seemed like creative control, but I didn't realize that they had actually made a sequel and a prequel. So I kind of wonder what is the whole... Well, they I don't know if they have any sequels yet, but they have about four or five prequel comics, and they're garbage. Yeah, I, I have well. a few in there. The artwork is kind of neat, but the stories are... It's like the person who wrote them had never even read the original. They're so different. And like the way that they make the characters are... they The characters stray from kind of the what the original one is. So mm-hmm. I can imagine why Alan Moore did it. But like if you think about it, like he... That was his passion project when he wrote it, and like to write something that got that popular that fast at that magnitude. It's the comic, the graphic novel is on New York Times top one hundred novels of all time list. Like out of a hundred novels in the world, that's one of them. That's pretty impressive. And for that to be a passion project, and you're like one and done, twelve issues, one one giant book, nothing before and after. I think that's. There's a beauty to that. It's like there is. Yeah. It's like you know the iPhone, you know, and like the way that it's limited compared to like other phones. And there's a, a there's a sleekness and a beauty. <laughs> did you to compare it. Watchmen to the iPhone? I did. Nah. I did. Ugh. I think I like it less. There <laughs> is a less is more type of thing going on with it, and that's that's what makes Watchmen a little bit more of that you call classicy, you know, because it's. You know, and, and like I said, it will be expanded on now, and we're beyond that. They've, they've already adapted it in comic books to cross universes, um, but we'll always have the original. So I'm not butthurt about them doing whatever they want about it. I don't think other fans will either. It's just, you know, there is something you know. just kind of pure about the idea that they, if they would have just ended it there. If mm-hmm. they would have never made like a movie or any other sequels or prequels or whatever mm-hmm. in a TV show, if they would have just kept it at that, there's something like beautiful about that once in a while. Like I, I most of the time don't care if they make more sequels. Like hey, make as many Star Wars movies as you want. I don't mm-hmm. care. Like I'll see them, and I, I still think the originals are the best. <laughs> uh, but you know what? It's cool that Watchmen for a while was just like what it was, and there's not many things like that. Calvin and Hobbes, that's, that's one thing. <laughs> yeah. Went on for 10 years, the guy doesn't do any merchandise for it at all. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think there's something amazing about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Is that the kid with the tiger? That is the kid with the tiger. That's why you'll never see a movie, because that guy owns the rights to it, and he hasn't ever made a piece of merchandise for that. It went on for 10 years, and then he was done. It is weird. And he's basically disappeared, too. We could go into that another time, but it's weird. Uh... <laughs> I uh, I don't know, but like, as far as the Watchmen movie goes, everyone kind of feels the same about it. I know Hunter obviously really likes the movie. Yeah, I love it. I, it didn't make your top ten, but it is. It's close. If anything, it's in my one of the honorable mentions. It might have been one of your honor. Yeah, I can, I, I can look on the list. I, right I mentioned now. it for sure. And it's like it's a movie that I will always watch because visually it's just it's too beautiful to not watch. Yeah, it's like honestly, I don't. Yeah, for the third ever Zack Snyder movie, like three hundred, like I think before you, you you see the trailer for it and you know it's like okay, it's a bunch of Spartans and they're all shirtless and they're you know fighting. And there's a lot of blood and everything's in slow motion, but you also notice that it's got this unique color palette. There's like mm-hmm. a lot of ambers and yeah, reds and like. Yeah, blurry 
browns and like the sapia looking thing and uh and you're like whoa like this director has something that no other director has done yet you know he just oversaturates it but on purpose and then Watchmen is that same thing you get all these blues and yellows and purples and browns the weirdest color palette ever well, yeah and, that's and he what, does it like it makes it feel so comic booky though like, yeah in a great way in a great way but he's also what i love is that he adapted Watchmen, but kept his own style in it that wasn't offensive to the comic yeah it's like no this is cool a cool marriage of alan moore and i can't remember who who illustrated Watchmen, but Zack snyder's thing too and so and then he's went on to do Sucker Punch, with, does the same thing. And um, Man of Steel strays a little bit from it, but still has a lot of that saturation. And then BBS, whatever. But the Owls of Gahul or whatever. <laughs> it's a Zack Snyder movie. Um, but that is a sc- no. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> so weird. What is it? He the does this animated uh, owl movie, Guardians Legend of, of the Guardians. Oh, uh, I, Owls of Gahul. Yeah. I remember seeing the trailer. I don't know anything It looks like a it. visually spectacular movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else to really say about the movie other than, I mean, some it's of the... Great. It's great. Uh, you, you think it's great? It's, it's grand. It's grand. <laughs> I would like to watch the director's cut because watching the theatrical cut while... You know, no matter what, I'm never gonna like love the movie. Mm-hmm. There is something lacking in the theatrical cut, mm-hmm. and it does seem like at times it was probably cut for time reasons, and you can feel that mm-hmm. weirdly enough. For as slow as the movie is, you're like, mm-hmm. it's it's one of those weird things because it's like I yeah maybe you know I'm in the modern day sensibility of I don't like watching something slow, but then when you start watching it, and then something does kind of there is like a little jump. You're like, oh, what? That's a little awkward. It's mm-hmm. it's weird because then you're like appreciating how slow it is. That's how I was about Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and that was a movie that kind of stuck with it the whole time, mm-hmm. where it was just slow. Yet again, another movie. Warner Brothers is like, just do what you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Warner Brothers is awesome, uh, but they make a lot of uh, box office bombs, as they would say, because they're like, hey, do what you want, and then you know they don't make money, <laughs> but. You know, I would like to see the director's cut because it does expand on everything. And I saw that in the ultimate cut, but the animated sequences did throw me off because they just mm-hmm. they kept coming out of nowhere at times. Yeah. And even me, who's read the comic book, it surprised me. Like, oh, really? Now we're gonna go we're here. we're cutting because <laughs> I remember at one point we went from the animated sequence to suddenly cutting back to Mars, where they were doing the scene between Doctor Manhattan and um, I wish I knew where. Silk Spectre. Yeah, it just and like I was like that was a weird cut because this these are two visually very different like looking shots mm-hmm. and uh, color tones in general it doesn't match up and that's too bad because at first it was fine like yeah you got the kid going and reading the comic book and it, there was at least a smooth transition I don't know what the story has to do with everything else but. Mm-hmm. At that point, I was like, this is... Now they're not even trying. Because <laughs> they're like, well, we have we still have 15 minutes in the anime sequence, so we need to cut it in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's like, yeah, you said the comic book's like that, too. but It is, but, uh, you know, when you're reading it between panels, it's not just, like, you're stuck in the animated section. It goes, like, one panel of that, of the Black Freighter comic, and then one panel of reality, and then one panel of Black Freighter, one panel of reality... 
as mirroring like a scene you know that's happening in 1985 watchman time with the black freighter and so it's there's sometimes when like two characters are saying the same lines but it's from the comic book in there so it's kind of like this not fourth wall break but it's just the metaphors are so strong mm-hmm. and Zack Snyder's like this is the closest thing I can get to <laughs> bringing this into the movie. Without having to, like, you know? keep and going I, back I think and it forth. was even, like, like there was probably a bunch of comic nerds that were like, oh, he's got to put in the Black Freighter. But I think it was more for him, knowing as, like, an accomplishment. He's like, I'm going to go for it. We'll call it the ultimate cut. But it's not for money. <laughs> it's just to say that we did it and to see how close we can come. And he didn't even direct the animated parts either. So, I don't know. There's something, like interesting about that about trying to do the entire story when you can even because Watchmen like I get it's unfilmable and such but he did it anyway Mm -hmm. the movie it's not that long of a story that you can't do the whole thing like it's like when Peter Jackson did The Lord of the Rings yeah everyone says that's about as close as you probably can get to the books and the extended Mm -hmm. editions are a little even closer but there's still changes and it's like there was no way he was going to put all of those pages on screen because that would be the longest thing ever. Now they're making it into a TV show, and it's like, maybe I don't want to see everything, but who knows? Someone might be able to do it right. They are. Uh, they are. I mean, I've also heard that it's apparently like spinoffs or sequels. Like It might not actually be just the books they're basing it on. To me, I think they should just leave it alone if we're going to talk about Lord of the Rings. But Watchmen, I think it's cool that he was able to do the whole thing, but... I'm glad we still have those other cuts. I'm glad it didn't Star Wars it, where like the only version you can buy now is the complete story. Oh yeah. No, if you if you buy it, it's like it comes with the director's cut. I don't think technically the theatrical cuts hit Blu-ray, which I kind of disagree with. Like maybe I haven't yeah. seen any. Yet. I've never seen it hit Blu-ray. I've always only seen the director's cut, and to me, I think you should just have every cut on one. Di- every mm-hmm. all three cuts should just be on one disc. End the story. Well, on Netflix, I think that's the theatrical cut that they have on Netflix. Good. That's, that's the one I <laughs> you watched. You should be able to access all cuts. Yeah, when it was on Netflix in 2016, it was definitely the theatrical cut. Pretty sure every cut has Dr. Manhattan's penis. No, nope, not the original. No, the theatrical no. has a mound. That was considered too yep. inappropriate, I guess. The sex scene is only mound. one verse of <laughs> Hallelujah instead of two verses. In the ultimate cut, they actually made his dick bigger than it was in the <laughs> director's <him> cut. <laughs> I'm going to give you a horse cock. <laughs> Good, we're referencing uh, the last, last week's episode. podcast. Oh, yeah. Sorry to bother you. Um, I, I, and, you know, Dr. Manhattan's uh, creation story mm-hmm. is one of, like, it's a really awesome sequence as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I will say that the mystery of the movie isn't. Maybe the comic book's different. Maybe it was the fact that I already knew the ending, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like an interesting like mystery but it's kind of like Roger Rabbit where it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what the mystery is what matters is the artistry and the characters in front of you mm-hmm. and they are really good characters I mean yeah sometimes I wish this character would get more than this um, but yeah mm-hmm. it's good mm-hmm. do you guys have a favorite character from Watchmen? Rorschach yeah, he was probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. I feel like most people would say him just because. Which is weird. Because I time. I don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like he's the best character, but I don't yeah. like him. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like parts of him is really cool, but parts of him is also like 
he's very like alt right. Yeah, that's like, people like, like too. I also really like the comedian. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was got, of him. I was gonna say I actually my favorite character mm-hmm. is the comedian, and that's another one where it's like he's terrible. But that's the whole point. I like the fact that he's painted as like the leader of the group. He was like with the Watchmen for years, and he was mm-hmm. the comedian. He's funny. He's the good guy. It's like no, he's terrible, and mm-hmm. he enjoyed. He, shot Kennedy. <laughs> he enjoyed what he was. Yeah, they didn't even really ever go into that, but he. Well, it's had, not in the comics, so that's why. He, he enjoyed going into Vietnam and murdering these people. He was a rapist. Like, it's just... That's all the comic books. And then, and, but <laughs> and it's, just, it's, it's great stuff because it's like, it's, a, it's fascinating. It's a comment on uh, people looking up to real life heroes. Mm-hmm. It's a good, um, you know, way to end that uh, era of the comic book age. And it's funny that the movie kind of came out the right time, too, because mm-hmm. when that book came out in the 80s, I mean, the 80s were kind of going on the downfall of comic books. That was around the rising point of darker comic books taking mm-hmm. over. Uh, that movie also came out right after we had gotten so many, a random barrage of different comic book movies. We had gotten Batman and Robin. We would gotten Elektra. We also got Batman Begins, and we got Spawn. Spider-Man and Spawn, and... It, it was clear that there was no really distinct way of how to make these. It was Hollywood throwing things against the wall, seeing Blade. what stuck, and most of it was pretty poppy. Yeah. And then this movie came out, and it was like a good comment, almost, on all that stuff. And it wasn't doing it directly, but it's funny that it also, that movie kind of came out at the right time, mm-hmm. just like the book did. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... So with that, I give it two out of five stars. Oh <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Probably, probably solid three and a half out of five for the visuals alone. Mm-hmm. I give it a four. I'd probably give it a three and a half or a four. And you're a solid fiver. Solid golden platinum five. It was in your own. I upgraded it from golden to platinum. <laughs> mid mid sentence. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Next time I watch it, my rating might go up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like could go down. It could go down. Could go down. Could go sideways. But I feel like the first time I watched it, I was so caught up in knowing like what was going on mm-hmm. that I didn't really pay attention to like all the details and stuff. Well, there's like what I love about the director's cut too is I don't know if you guys remember, but there's a lot of signs in the background that say like nostalgia on them or Vite or Pyramid Industries. In the comic book, like Ozymandias is like he's like in charge of most of the advertising and marketing of anything so he owns this perfume called nostalgia that helps pay for like his research and in the movie there's constant signs and posters of nostalgia perfume or in like um or you see vite on things on random things like cars and rental stuff and like and like in the comic book like every car runs on electricity now dr manhattan like solved fossil fuels and so every car runs on electricity but they don't do that in the movie because it's too long to explain it but as if the movie wasn't hardly long enough (laughs) yeah and so i think if you guys ever get a chance to read it i think you'll definitely like it more i I won't say like you're gonna like it you know obsess over it like i have but i think it would definitely bump it up at least a full star so um yeah no i love watchmen i'll always love watchmen I'm planning on getting a, a my full my first like full sleeve tattoo is gonna be all Watchmen, um, comic strips. So, pretty excited. Oh man, 
yeah. Should we get into our game? Yeah, what is the game? Um, so this is a game I got from the podcast uh, Doug Loves Movies. I can't remember the name of it. Um, so we could just name it um, The Watchmen Game. We'll just call it The Watchmen Game from now All on. Right. No matter what movie we're doing, we'll call it The Watchmen Game. <laughs> um, so basically what we're going to do is I'm going to give you guys a word. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go around the circle and you have to guess what movie that the corresponding letter goes to. Um, and we're going to spell out the word Watchmen. So oh. the first letter is W, and you guys will guess. Keep guessing movies until you get a W. And if you get the word, you get a point. And whoever gets the most letters at the end of the word wins. So it won't go in. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm okay with it. We'll just get one point if you win the game overall, but... Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep track somehow, so I'll just do it on this other page. Right. Um, but the movies have a theme, so keep an eye out for the theme. That'll help you guess more letters. So, Watchmen. The first letter is W. Who goes first? Who goes first? Wally. Nope. Wonder Woman? Nope. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Nope. I don't get this. <laughs> I'm already out of W movies. Watchmen. Nope. <laughs> What's another W movie? I Skip. Really... <laughs> when Harry Met Sally. Nope. Uh... <laughs> I'm out of W's. What else? Skip. Starts with... <laughs> <laughs> when Nature Calls. Oh. Nope. <laughs> the World's End. That starts with the Closer. <laughs> Closer. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know. Skip. You're way closer. Wayne's World. A little bit farther away, but still decently close. I'm so confused. Okay. Skip. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. War of the Worlds. You are the closest so far. Oh, you, you... Oh, man. Okay. Um... Okay, I can't oh, think of it. Running out of W's? Skip. Yeah. Well, for, for that genre. Oh, geez. Three, two, oh, skip. Uh, what is it? War of the Planet of the Apes? Yes. <gasps> really? Really? Yep. Wow. Oh. War for Planet of the Apes is the first one. Monkey start. movies. Yeah. Chloe gets a W. <laughs> I get a All W. Right. A. Zach. A. Or actually, Chloe can get the first guess because she won the last letter. Uh, Ace Ventura. Nope. <laughs> These can be the first letter of the title, or if it has a subtitle after, it could be the first lo- letter of the subtitle. So what you're saying oh, is it's it. the subtitle. <laughs> it could be, either or. I'm going to say Ant-Man. No. Just to give me more time. <laughs> the Adventures of Tintin. Nope. Skip. Okay, so it has... It has an A. <laughs> Whoa. Anchorman? Nope. Anaconda. Nope. Garfield, a tale of two kitties. A. That's not even. <laughs> no, that's. Nope. Wow. Anchorman 2. <laughs> nope. Oh, man. Why am I blanking on stuff? Aviator. Nope. Easy A? Nope. Air Force One. Nope. 
<laughs> Why am I like this right now? Oh man, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Nope. <laughs> Are you gonna give us a hint soon? All right. Uh, Why is this? this movie um, debuted the Photoshop of the smaller version of the main character. A lot of smaller versions of him photoshopped in. Nope. Wait, what do you mean smaller versions? Little tiny persons of the main character appear in this movie. And they, and they fight him. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> and they fight him? Yeah. Tiny, <laughs> tiny versions of this person. We what? watched this once. We did. All, all of us at my house. Why Me am I included? crazy? Hmm? Me included? Mm -hmm. And then we watched Godzilla at your house. This was, no, the letter's A, so. <laughs> what the heck? I'm just, why is my brain suck right now? Skip. Way too late. <laughs> this might have been the first time you guys all came over to watch a movie, or all of us came over. I think we watched this. Uh... No. Three, two, one. What? I can't think of it. Skip. Oh, uh, 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 uh. What is it? <laughs> Skip. I know, I know it. Justin. I'm pretty sure I know it. Uh, American I Pie. I cannot <laughs> think of it. Oh, I know it. I know it. I actually do know it. No! You get three seconds. No! Three. I can't. Two. Like, I think I know it, but I can't Ooh. think of it. If no. you don't, you're not even I close. Got it. I got yes. it. American Psycho. No. Really? What? That's, I'm pretty sure that's the first movie we all watched. No, it's not. We watched so. something before that, and I know all of what it is, but I can't. We watched think it at your house, and word. it wasn't that? I thought that was the first movie. I'll hail the king, sure. baby. Yeah, I can't really think. I'll hail the king. The, oh, so the short from like the no. no, it's Army of Darkness. That's, Army of Darkness. I oh. couldn't think of it. I knew it was that, <laughs> but I couldn't think of it. Justin wasn't there. For like that. I was like Evil Dead. I was there Evil for that. Two. I forgot. No. Yeah, we I double couldn't... we double featured Evil Dead Two. You Army of Darkness. slept through it. The second you might my brain hurts so you much. You slept right through now. Army of Darkness. Not all of it. Most of it. I knew it was. Do you remember the little people? They're photoshopped. They're little Bruce Campbells that fight him. Yeah, okay. I'm so mad now. All right, so W for Chloe, A for Justin. T. Gosh. <laughs> okay, so what is Justin the connection? Can, Justin can start first. The Tigger movie. Nope. <laughs> Tale of Two Kitties. Nope. <laughs> Trick or Treat. Nope. Oh. Top Gun. Nope. It's a close one for a different one on the list, though. I won't tell you what. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. Three, two, one, skip. <laughs> just start saying T movies, and then I'll I'll just tell you if you're close. <laughs> All I can think of is A team. <laughs> nope. Titanic. Nope. Hold on. Chloe's <laughs> looking for the T's. <laughs> Uh, I can't even think of any T movies. Tangled. Nope. Transformers. Nope. Team America: World Pollution. Nope. 
Um, Don't be looking up there. They're down there. <laughs> I know. I can't. You have them hidden. They gotta be in the bottom. They're at the bottom. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nope. Let's get it. Transylvania. Nope. Hotel Transylvania. That's the name. It's a franchise. It's a franchise? This one is a franchise. It starts with a T? Oh, I know what it is. It's not Transformers. Nope. Terminator. Two. Are we? Don't. Check. I saw you right. It's Terminator 2. <laughs> it is Terminator well, 2. Well, yeah. It's T2. Don't give, it, give me that. <laughs> Who can name the subtitle first? Judgment Day. Okay, Justin gets it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Okay. I know this theme. Not really, but... We'll see. See. Creep. Nope. <laughs> if you got the theme, keep it to yourself. Creep. Unless you want to help everyone Creep else. Creep 2. Nope. Call me by your name. Wait, that's nope. not part of. I'm trying to think. What was the A name again? I forgot. Okay, hold on. Army of Darkness. It okay. was. So it was War for the Planet of the Apes, Army of Darkness, Darkness, and Terminator. Two. Two. <laughs> I've never seen Terminator Two. It's really good. Or War for the Planet of the Apes. I've only seen Army of Darkness, so I really don't know what the theme is. Um. No! <laughs> that... The counting stresses me out so bad. <laughs> Where is C? Wait, the hell over there. I can't There's read Cloudy so with a chance of meatballs. Nope. Catch me if you can. Nope. Cars. Nope. Cars too. Nope. Mm, I, I'm nowhere near any. Children of Men. Nope. Oh, I It's a good I movie, though. That. It's a dank good movie. Oh, it's my turn. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Cat and Matt. Nope. Children of the Corn. Nope. Cop out. Nope. Why is it so tough for me? Coco. Nope. I know it doesn't start with the C, but Robocop. Nope. Cocoon. Nope. So the the title <clears throat> there's a title and then there's a subtitle. Both start with C. The, the first letter of the, su- of the title and the first letter of the subtitle both start with C. Everyone's just looking at my movies because... I can't even read that. There's gotta be a hint in there. There's gotta be a hint in there. Uh, gee, it's both... Captain the... America Civil War. Yes. Really? <laughs> yes. It's <Wow. laughs> good. Heck? All right, two to two. Zach's at nothing. <laughs> this game's great. Yeah. All right, H. Horton hears a who? Nope. Hills have eyes. Nope. Highlander. Nope. This one's actually hard. The other ones weren't. This one. Justin said Top Gun earlier. That's all I'm gonna say. H. Go. Hot fuzz. You are very close. Really? Hot pursuit. Nope. Hot shots. Part duh. <laughs> yeah. Part Stop giving me that look. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you say enough to be like, no. 
add on to it. <laughs> part two. All right, Hot Shots Part two. Have you guys seen that? No. Let's up your alley, Zach. I have no idea what the theme is. Like, this is... Are you serious? Yeah, okay. this is like no theme. I don't this know the theme. Maybe the theme is that there's no theme. <laughs> no, there's a, there's a theme. Oh, no. All right. No, I don't know what the theme... No, I don't. <laughs> and... Go, Justin. Moonwalker. Nope. Mars needs moms. Nope. <laughs> Meet the parents. Nope. Uh, Man of Steel. Nope. My cousin Vinny. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, Man of the Year. Nope. Marley and Me. Nope. Marley and Me too. <laughs> nope. Magic Mike. Nope. Memento. Nope. Million Dollar Baby. Nope. Magic Mike XX. <laughs> nope. Uh, Men in Black. Nope. A Big Fat Greek Wedding. Nope. Mm, meet the Fockers. Nope. <laughs> meet the Robinsons. Nope. These are all good ideas I could have went with, though. <laughs> Mystery man. Nope. Oh, Metropolis. Doesn't, doesn't this game just make you guys angry? It does, uh, no. Especially when you don't have points. I think he was trying to give doesn't, us a hint there. Doesn't this just make you just angry? No. When you're just like, Is this a hint? just gonna turn the volume all the way up. Maximum <laughs> over. Nope. Mad Max. Oh. Fury Road. Nope. <laughs> no, it's not just it's not just Mad Max. Nope. Chloe. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Just makes you mad, and you want to turn up the why don't why don't maximum no, no. mad I don't know mad no oh. my turn Mad Max Thunderdome yes. Beyond Thunderdome. Oh, really? Close enough. <laughs> Give me the pity point. <laughs> the pity point. <laughs> what is this game? I don't even know. Like, what is this? I, I'm guessing. I'm. Gu- I'm just gonna guess the theme so we can all benefit. Um, is it like post-apocalyptic? Mm-mm. There's been a few, but no. Oh wait a minute. Oh, what the? <laughs> I know what it is. Now I actually know what it is. You think so? What? Oh yeah. What's Bring E? What's what? E? Um, E. Wait, wait. Zach gets first guess. E. This one uh, doesn't exactly follow the rules, <laughs> but it's close. I know. I know what it is. It's close. Zach gets it first. Kind of follows the rules. Yeah. What rules? I was about. I, I tried helping everyone. Our listeners probably already got. Just kidding. Come on, Zach. I wouldn't be surprised. E. I probably think we're all idiots. <laughs> I don't know. Skip me. Skip. Enter the dragon. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say it like that? No. <laughs> uh, I just thought you were gonna get it. Oh. Edward Scissorhands. Nope. <sighs> Emperor's New Groove. Close. But no. What? <laughs> I'm so confused. How is that close? <laughs> <laughs> 
How could that even be close? <laughs> I love this game. Uh, El Dorado? No. Uh, oh, it's actually the road to El Dorado. But... True. Emperor's New School. That's a show. <laughs> it's close to Emperor's <clears throat> New Groove. No, that's not it. Empire Strikes Back? Yes. Oh, okay. So. Oh, okay. I get how that one fits. Okay. Stop. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> so, give me a hand. Stop knowing. Is it two, two, three? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, now he's going to get all of them because we don't know the theme. You guys could tie it up with N. Or Justin could, could win. I feel like I know what the theme is, but it's like. All right. Zach. N. N. Oh, wait. What did I do? <laughs> did we even get Oh, my gosh. Did you spell Hold Watchmen on. wrong? <laughs> For some reason, I wrote down a C word instead of an N word. <laughs> well. Wait. So is it N? Watch Mech. <laughs> is it still an N move? It is an N. I just got to think of one instead. I wrote down Creed for some reason. Or Creed 2. Um, okay. We never would have gotten that. Uh, I got to think of an N one quick. Um... <clears throat> Let me look at my movies. Night at the Museum, Battle of the Smithsonian. Is that a good one? I'd do a good one. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. That just... fits the theme. Oh yeah. Hmm. I gotta make it challenging. Though. <laughs> All right. The theme. We're on the last letter. You can tell. Oh us. no way, man! Oh, I can't <laughs> spoil my chances. Uh, you're either gonna win or tie, anyways. Yeah, you loser. Well. You know what? I'd rather win. There's a tiebreaker. We got I better to spell not tie. It. It's, it's easier of a theme than you'd think it is. Are they just all franchises? All right. <clears throat> Let me just quick verify. Quickly verify that it is in fact an N word. <laughs> it says to start with N. What? What is the N word? As okay. opposed to okay. the C yep. word. It's real. Okay. It's real? <laughs> Wait, <you made> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I just had to make sure I knew what the title was. Nip Tug. <clears throat> nope. It's a good guess, though. I mean, not really. Thanks. But... <laughs> <laughs> doesn't go along with the theme, but it is a good end movie. <laughs> North by Northwest. That doesn't fit the theme anyway. Napoleon Dynamite. Nope. Nutty Professor. Nope. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street Dream Warriors Nope I like how the umbrellas are in front of the ends <laughs> <laughs> That's true It's like I can't even read one on you anymore Dream Warriors uh, Civil mm-hmm. War No It starts with an N No I'm Neither trying to, I'm trying to figure N. out the theme Okay Empire so Strikes Back War is War it, for Planet of the Apes Is it War? Um. So war? At first I changed it to Army of Darkness before that it was Attack of the Clones but I thought that might get confusing so I did Army of Darkness followed by um hold on uh T2 Judgment Day followed by Captain America Civil War Hot Shots Part 2 Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome Empire Strikes Back I've only seen like two of the movies on there in this whole word <sighs> no country for old men. Nope. I think you skipped me. I think you skipped me. You too. can go. 
I'm just saying things. I'm getting tired. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> the original is a 80s movie. And then they remade it? That, nope. No, they didn't remake it. So it's still an 80s movie? <laughs> the first one is an 80s movie. Oh, it's an 80s movie, and they made a sequel years later, and... Oh. <laughs> Starts with an N. Go for it. National Lampoon's? Nope. <laughs> That's 70s, though, right? All National Lampoon's. All right. Uh, well, vacation. Um, it's an 80s movie that had a sequel that... It, it's the same old story. I, why am I here? Like I don't know what's going on. I can't figure this out. It's the Good. same old story. Holy sh- sh- shit! I feel so stupid. I feel so stupid. I want to feel so stupid after it's all. Ongoing. It's ongoing. What? Mm-hmm. No man. I. Game over, man. Uh, Game over. It's just the same old story. Just a single Never ending story. Part, Part two. two. I said it first. You did. Ah, what However, is it? there is a subtitle. Never but ending story two. You guys probably wouldn't even guess it though. This, 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 oh, I used the to sequel? own it. Is it the story continues? It can't be just that. It's Close to it, kind of. I don't remember what it was. It the, does have the next chapter. The next chapter. Okay. Next right. generation. Fine. Chloe ties up with me. Ties up with Justin. Never ending I'm just story. Glad I got to play. When, where's the, <laughs> where's yeah. the battle? What's the freaking theme? Where's the battle in that? Yeah. What was the theme? They're just all sequels. That's the thing. That was the thing. Wait a minute. You read every single one of them, and you tell me that not every single one of those have a warlike battle. A lot of them do, yeah. Every single one does. A lot. A lot of them do. <laughs> not the never ending story, too. Probably. Pretty, that's what I'm wondering. Actually, they all do. That was a good theme. That would have been a good theme. Well, that's what I thought when it was. <laughs> I got that. I got War that. For the Planet of the Yips. I got Empire that before it back. I, I like, yeah. whispered to Dustin. I was like, is, this, is it War? Hot Shots Part Two literally has it. It's, it's all. A, it's like a war theme. I thought it was, was an accident, but war, Terminator but like... Two. I guess that doesn't. I, and Judgment Day is between kinda... them both. I mean, well, anywho. Okay, Sorry, we guys. went. We okay, went so a little I've overboard. Seen three on that list. Yeah. <laughs> Never ending story. We got thirteen minutes past. We should make this yeah. a thing. We should. That yeah, was a good one. Did you so like? You know what? You guys we, look so frustrated. Well, no, I loved it. But I would like if we could find a way to make it shorter. Well, make it shorter. Okay. Well, not even make it shorter, but just have uh, more obvious things. Well, <laughs> more cutaways or more um, hints or something. Okay. Like that. Yeah, I could do but, more hints. Yeah. yeah. No, it was good. For we a should... spur of the moment thing, it wasn't bad. Yeah. We should do that more often. Okay. We, we should could... rip off games from better podcasts more often. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> do this all the time. Cool. Well, that can be a reoccurring one then. Awesome. Yeah, Sweet. Fun. All right. Well, I believe we should be around an hour 15 right now. So uh, I think we'll give it a wrap on this episode of the Cinema mm-hmm. Swamp. I hope you all enjoyed listening to us. Ramble about Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Give us a like. Yeah. Give us a share. 
Yeah. Do what you want. I don't care. Slap us a fiber. Yeah. Give us some some of that love. Uh, uh, give us that heart from last week. <laughs> you Valentine's. I'm looking for that. Out there. I'm trying to get that heart on, if you know what I mean. Heart on. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Thanks for listening to the podcast, and remember, always, always beware, beware the cinema swamp. Thank you for listening to the podcast. So what do you think of Watchmen? Do you think it's a great motion picture or do you think it fell flat? Is there a particular cut of the film that you like the most? Leave a comment on the episode. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Cinema Swamp. You can follow us at Facebook as well. Look up our podcast on iTunes or whatever streaming service you use. And remember, always beware of the Cinema Swamp.